0: hey everyone welcome back to the yogi misfit sessions my name is danny pomploon and i am your host so here it goes october which means like only two more months left in the year which is kind of insane to me but yet here we are I'm just getting back home and settled in San Francisco from this meditation training. So there was like a lot of reflections and a lot of changes and just a lot of things that kind of came up. I always get reminded how fall, you know, makes us kind of turn inward. Obviously it's cold, so we've got to bundle up and and get warm, but it was a really great experience and uh, yeah, I'm really glad I got to do it and I get to share all the yummy stuff I learned with everyone soon, so today's session 92 and today was a full-on man crush session (laughs) i had brian carew on the uh, show and He's an incredible human being. We started following each other online on Instagram, and then uh, come to find out we had some like mutual uh, people that we knew. And uh, I just wanted to really reach out to him. The stuff that he posts is super amazing. Um, he tends to have conversations that a lot of people don't want to have um, in the masculine world. He talks a lot about, um, you know, just how it is to have body image as a male, and how sometimes for like anyone would be not allowed to talk about it, but. It tends to be a thing in in the male community that I see that also doesn't really happen. So it's really cool to get into it with him. Um, He's such a great soul, such a beautiful human being. I'm so excited to have him on the show today. Just before I uh, dive into the show, um, I've been saying it over the last few podcasts, but I officially now only or have two spots rather to my Mexico New Year's retreat with Rocky Heron so uh, it's going to go quick if anyone wants to sign up you can check out my website or the link below in the notes and if you love the show don't forget to support the show so you can check out DonorBox and leave a charitable donation for the show so that we can keep the show going on and on and on Um, or you can uh, leave a review on iTunes on iTunes um, that's the best way to really uh, help the show spread to friends and family and all the people they love and care about. Without further ado, here goes episode or session ninety two. So, Brian, like I, I was saying just before we uh, we hit the record button, I feel like um, I feel like I know you. How did we get connected on Instagram? Like, how did that happen? Do you remember? I don't
1: remember exactly, but, um, I'm sure it's kind of similar to other connections, like our worlds or the people involved in our worlds were, uh, you know, similar. And then we may have came across each other's page, but, um, yeah, one of us, maybe it was you or me sent each other a DM and which it's just like a a DM of appreciation. Like, yo, I like what you're doing. Seems dope. Yeah, And then we kind of just went
0: from there. You know, for all the shit I talk about Instagram and I talk a lot of shit about, Instagram. (laughs) I talk a lot of shit about Instagram. It is actually like some of my, you know, some of my really good, one of my best girlfriends I've, I've now friends, uh, you know, with because of Instagram, you know, and it's like, I get to meet these really, really, really awesome people. I think when I, when I took away the actual, like, you know, trying to like the hustle of Instagram and made it more just like, whatever, I'm just going to go do my thing. I actually, ah, that's what it is. When I started, when I started a less goal oriented or orient Instagram and make it more just like this is fun. And this is kind of like, I wouldn't call it passion, but like, it's just a good time. I actually started to make really good friends and like, you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I'm just super stoked that the platform is there. And that I've got to connect with amazing people like you on there. Cause I just, I, I, mean, I say this all the time, but I'm like a huge cheerleader on my end for, for everything that you do and everything that you speak about and your journey in itself. It's just, it's really cool to watch.
1: Thanks a lot, man. And I, I really do agree. There's a huge parallel for me. i I see Instagram as like a tool and it's like anything, like nothing's really inherently good or bad, but it's how you use it. And I've seen it as this potential energy and it's that that potential only becomes like really valuable when you, you know, do the real life work. And that's been part of my mission is like, okay, like, how can I make these, these online connections, real life connections, and how can I use this as a means to leverage, you know, providing value and and learning and and growing. And, and yeah, I think if you do that, it's like, it's such a beautiful world, man. I've like yourself, I've met amazing friends, lovers, you know, people that I would otherwise um, wish I had in my life. It wasn't for Instagram.
0: Yeah, I, I, I want to correct one thing that you said about you know things being good and bad. With the exception of olives, those things are fucking <laughs> awful. And they're, they're bad. Yeah. There's no good, there's no good about all, fight me people. Fight me. <laughs> yeah, come at me. Come, come at me, bro. bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree, man. It's 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 so cool. I mean, it, yeah, it's I, I'm thinking in my head like just recently in the last couple of weeks I've hung out with more Instagram a couple of Instagram friends um, that, you know I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's just I'm, I'm glad to have you on the show and and uh, and I you know I was just saying to like. There's so many things I want to talk to you about. Like, I I feel like we should probably do a few more episodes at some point. I'd Um, I'd love to,
1: man. I just want to say thanks for having me and for like being, uh, you know, a positive light and encouragement. It's like, it's, it's beautiful and so well received. It's, it's
0: really, really nice. On today's episode, Brian and Danny just love on each other the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) You're awesome. You're awesome. (laughs) Yeah. It's yeah. You know, I, I mean, I love. I love Instagram and I fucking love podcasting because people get to hit this right now. Like you get to hear our passion. You get to hear Mm. who we are. You get to, it tells you a little more about the story. It puts more, uh, more to, uh, the pictures, you know, And, and it's a great, Honestly, I started the podcast just because there was a bunch of cool people in the world that I wanted to talk to. So, <laughs> See, I think that's awesome, man. And it's like, I have similar desires and intention. And actually just hearing
1: that is so cool because looking at the way you set up your podcast and like getting involved in the information, I was like, oh man, this guy's like, you know, he's, he's got all this set up so well. And then you're just like, yeah, I just want to talk to cool people. I'm like, oh. That's like, that's what, oh, sweet. It can be, it can just be like that. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just want to have cool conversations with these people who I think are really awesome. And, you know, I've I've followed their stuff or, you know, something that they've said has sparked my interest and why not? Like, you know.
1: Yeah, totally. And there is like a vibration that comes out and you get to to kind of like peek behind the veil when you have these conversations with people. And it just shows that like, hey, we're just people like, you know, we may have a platform or have a cool practice or whatever it is we're sharing. But like, we're just, we're just humans, you know, trying to share that.
0: I mean I'm definitely above stuff. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm a yogi, okay? <laughs> right, exactly. So innately I'm you know I'm just I'm better than. Yeah. <laughs> I have followers, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm important. <laughs> yeah, I am important. <laughs> <laughs> let, let it be known. <laughs> oh man. All right, so all fucking uh, all bullshit aside, yeah. I um I love so hard Brian, one that you ride a motorcycle, but two cuz I do too. Oh yeah. Uh, but Two, uh, your story and the way that you share. Uh, let me just say this: I don't want to take away from people sharing their stories, but I do find a lot that there's not a lot of men talking about their body issues. There are not a lot of both queer and straight, and you know everything else in between. I, I, I kind of, I assume that it's like yeah, you're, you're, you're a guy. You know, you don't talk about your feelings, and you, we've got this like this unhealthy relationship to the masculinity sometimes and what it's supposed to be. And I over and over have been blown away. A couple of friends of mine, actually, have talked about some of your posts when you talk about your body and when you share about your body and when you share about what you've gone through, you know, in your body dysmorphia, in, you know, your bulimia. And it's, it's one, it's super inspiring. And two, you know, a thing that I always mention a lot is like these, these, I talk a lot about my drug use. I talk a lot about like, you know, me being a, I was a disaster and, how that's okay. We just need to normalize that conversation and, and take the shame out of it. So I, I want to talk to you about your, your journey. And I know movement has been a part of your healing. Yeah, most definitely. And
1: I, like, I agree completely. It's, uh, you know, men, uh, I think we hold shame and in, in not appearing to be strong and then showing those struggles, you know, then we associate that with being shameful and then it's just a perpetuating cycle of not sharing. And yeah, I'm fortunate enough that at a young age I realized that harboring connection is um, through vulnerability, and then actually being vulnerable is very, very courageous. And yeah, the, I realized like I was sharing prior to like the body stuff and and, and uh, eating disorders, I was sharing things, and people would reach out in uh, comments and and DM and just tell me like this is helping me, this is improving my life. It's a capacity to both receive. Um, you know, the information from people that what I'm sharing is, is helping them is a, such a win-win because like they're feeling empowered and I'm feeling empowered. And um, yeah, so I just felt like being raw and authentic about that. Um, it shows people that you, you can share yourself. And also that it's, like you said, it's normalizing. Like a lot of people uh, struggle with it, especially men, you know, body images and wanting to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I share that with them, they're like, oh man, like, yeah, I definitely struggle with that. And wasn't sure if other men struggled with that very much. And right. um, so, yeah, it's just, it's been really cool.
0: I didn't realize, you know, I, I guess maybe I've, uh, you know, I've, I've had the privilege of not having to ever, you know, worry about that or have that in my life. And it wasn't until I started climbing a ton. And it wasn't until I really started to get into the climbing community that I realized that it was even a thing that guys were, you know, starving themselves or, you know, the other way around mm-hmm. so that they could climb better and so that they can get, it's just like, to me, it was such a different world. I was like, wait, what, like, why would you, why would you do that? Or how, or like, I just didn't understand it. Totally. And then, you know, as I, you know, actually sat down and listened, I started to understand like, okay, there's more to this than, than just the, the surface level. Yeah. And
1: that's the thing too, is, um, I mean, most people are pretty compassionate and I wouldn't say the people who don't understand aren't compassionate necessarily just of not understanding, but people have had, or have had, uh, you know, in-person connections mostly where people are like, really, like you have, you Body dysmorphia, or you, you, you know, you binge eat or throw up, like because you're like, how could you have any issues with with food? Like you're in right. good shi- you're in good shape, you know. <clears throat> but that's the thing; it's something in your mind, your like for me at a young age, I started weightlifting and, and I became like hyper obsessed with aesthetics. And, uh, I've never been like a very like, um, bulky, uh, person or, um, Mm -hmm. bulky man. Like it's taken me a long time to, to build muscle and like get get to the, this, this physique. And, um, yeah, this became like to the point where, you know, you just don't ever see yourself in that light. And, um, that formed, you know, for me, uh, unhealthy eating habits, very unhealthy relationship with food to the point where it's like, I was either always worried about what I was eating or just concerned about what I was eating and thinking about everything that was going in. And then, you know, then that kind of eventually gets to a boiling point where you're just like, ah, like I need to, I need to just relax and relaxing got associated with just large consumptions of food.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When did it start or like, what was, I mean, if you want to dive into it, like, has it been something that was in recent years or was it in your younger years or? Mm
1: hmm. Uh, Well, yeah, I've looked into it really deeply. And I'm also very grateful for this It's like my ability to introspect. And uh, I've come to realize it started very early on, like, and it grew uh, over the years. And it definitely started with, you know, probably when I was uh, late teens. And, um, you know, I started I started fasting a a long time ago, like before it was like a thing. Mm -hmm. Like I was probably intermittent fasting, or uh, I guess the more appropriate term now is like time restricted eating around like, uh, 19 or 18. <clears throat> um, so I was doing that and tracking macros and I was just very hyper-focused on what I was eating in order to uh, achieve, um, uh, aesthetics. Um, and then the whole kind of like weightlifting community has condoned and adopted like, um, cheat days. So I'd have like these cheat days and I had one, or I still have this uh, friend, my friend, Josh, very, very close, but we would kind of, um, almost potentiate or, um, uh, Enable each other to, you know, turn a, a binge eat, or sorry, a, a cheat day into like just like a binge eating fest, and that kind of just became routine. You know, it was like, you know, could kind of eat pretty healthily or uh, pretty consistently, but then always waiting for the next, you know, time I could just destroy anything in my path or just get completely processed and nasty foods. Right. Um, but I think the turning point for me was um, so my relationship with cannabis being kind of like a relaxing, like, um, to myself type of activity. And then I started eating a lot of food while I was, um, you know, enjoying cannabis. And then it became like an isolated event, you know, I'd isolate myself, I'd get high, I'd eat food. And then in that setting, it just like things blew wide open. And I would go into like these, you know, pockets of like, like a downward spiral. And, um, Mm. yeah, so that's kind of like where it became more of an issue.
0: Do you feel like movement was, um, movement was a big part? I, I mean, I guess not nah, do you feel it definitely was what, what, what and when did, because the, the Asuna came first. Yeah. That was, that was your, your first like practice, right?
1: Yeah. Asana was my first practices was my first kind of opening up to moving more freely in my body and with breath and just having like a mindfulness practice towards physicality.
0: Right. 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 How do you, how did it integrate in 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 during the time of your, your, your binge eating and whatnot. And how did it, how did you, I guess, use it as a tool? You know, I, Definitely. when I, when I found, when I found Asana, it was like, when I was like at the, the height of my drug use, I mean, I was drinking like a fish and I was ripping through as much cocaine as I could. And it wasn't until, you know, I had, for me, it was like the community around yoga that you know, really allowed me to have these like really taboo conversations, but also like I'd realized I'd never been connected to my body. Like I'd never really actually sat there and felt what my leg felt like to be turned on, you know, or like, or my arm or or any of that. And to have that experience gave me more mental capacity to, to want to like dig deeper, you know? Definitely. And that's,
1: that's a great point. And I think it uh, definitely touch on touches on where I was going to go with it. And that um, if it weren't for yoga and and, uh, mindfulness and my movement practice, I don't think I would have had that internal locus of control and faith in myself that I could, you know, um, come pa- or move beyond this. Like, that's what got me through some days is I would, you know, if I would binge or I would have a, an episode the next morning, I'd, I'd be like, you know what, it's, you know, yeah, yeah. you you fell into that again, but you can come back. You, you can always come back. Um, and you know, practice was always like that for me too. So I could use that mentality of like, you know, maybe today it didn't work out as well as I thought, or maybe I, 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 you know, quote unquote failed based on my expectations, but I always had faith that I was going to, to work it out. And that definitely was, um, that was anchored in, in my movement and, and yoga practice. Like it gave me that, uh, um, that sovereign sense, if you will.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It gave you per- like permission to, 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 like, you know, like you said earlier, take the veils off.
1: Yeah. And, or something just came to mind too, with, with yoga and, and movement. Um, you start, you, you start to con like, embody the sense of, um, like the joy is in the process and the joy is in, in seeing that there is something to be learned in all of the seemingly good and bad. And I really like at the worst time it was probably about 2017, like mid 2017 to like the start of like, um, 2018, this year has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but during that time I was just in my head, I was like, this is just <laughs> some work that we're, that you're doing. And it's just like, you haven't, seen like really been willing to witness that and like face that work and now it's just right in front of your face so as much as it was very painful and it was very hard I was also like I'm going to see this as an opportunity to to um, you know grow stronger and then also to be able to connect with people more which always excites me I'm like if I go through something that is extremely difficult now I have a well that's deeper for connection and for understanding others
0: yeah. Do you have a community now of maybe other men or or women or whoever they may be with uh with body issues and and you know like I would you know equate it to sangha you know that that mm-hmm. you, you guys can support one another and care for one another and communicate with one another. Yeah, I, I definitely do. Um I part of my journey
1: in in uh, getting past this and, and connecting more deeply is to share myself and in, in my struggles with like those I love or those who I move with. And it's crazy how many people I'm like, yeah, I've, you know, really been struggling with bulimia or something that, or that's something that's come up and at say nine times out of 10, there, someone else is like, yeah, I struggle with eating as well. Or I have, I feel like I've had a uh, poor relationship with food and, um, yeah, it just allows them to, us to connect more deeply. And, and I've had even, you know, um, like one of my partners, uh, Lena right now, I've, it's really helped for me to tell her like, Oh, I'm really feeling the urge to like, binge right now. Or like, um, you knowing that I can go to people and not feel shameful about it has been a huge, huge help.
0: I mean, there's gotta be some like the, the being able to just relate to somebody, you know what I mean? To, to almost have like not validation that you're, you're, you're not the only one out there. You know what I mean? But also like you get it, you know, like it's, it's nice to, to be seen and heard in that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that, um, I'll speak on, on my behalf and just say that it's my experience, but I feel people can relate to this in that when you feel shame or you feel like there's a part of you that is like, well, you're just very shamed by <clears throat> bringing that out is like, you're so worried it's not going to be accepted. You're like, oh, no one's going to like, people are going to be like, whoa, like that's bad or like you're, that's negative, And like, why would you bring that up? But when you share like the The darkest, deepest, or like unsure self of of yourself. And, and then that you're accepted and you're seen and received with love. It just teaches you like, wow, that was like my mind, you know, contorting this and, and trying to kind of like either self-sabotage or create this reality, which is not real. So it's a, it's a powerful lesson to, to have, um, you know, a few people you can reach out to, to share like, Hey, I just need to be able to be received in this space where I feel like I'm not accepting myself.
0: And also too like you know when you call that shit out in your head it it no longer you know owns you it has a name and and it makes it a little more tangible for you to approach or to you know work with or to, I always like to use the analogy, you know, like a lot of times the stuff that comes up and things that Mm -hmm. triggers us, you know, it it can't, and this is, I'm obviously generalizing this, but Mm -hmm. a lot of it's just like a part of, a part of our, a part of ourselves that wants, that wants to be seen and heard, you know, and I always refer to it as like the, for me, a lot of the the, the stuff. And again, like you said, speaking of my experience it was the five-year-old little boy that didn't, you know, that didn't get enough attention that wasn't, you know, that wasn't held, that wasn't loved, you know, whatever. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's almost calling that out in yourself Mm -hmm. and being like, Hey, I see you, I got you you know, let's, let's, let's do this thing together and not fight one another. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense.
1: And I love that you brought in kind of like, um, speaking almost a bit about the inner child, because, um, I believe we all form, um, images or, or, um, ways of living based on our like child, like our childhood. And in that mindset, we're not like, we don't really know how to handle certain information. So I know my, uh, my isolating tendencies, were formed as a child because when I was a kid, like my, my dad left and my, my brother and I and my mom were left. And I was basically like, I took on this role of being mediator and, and, and household, like energetic grounder. So I was always like, yeah, I can, I need to be there for everyone. So there's, there's not space for me to, um, you know, be emotionally vulnerable. Like I have to be sound, I have to be a rock. So then I did find spaces and times in isolation to do that. And then, um, yeah. That's why I would like isolate myself and, and binge eat because I was like, these, this is just, no one needs to know about this. This is not a weight I'll ever put on anyone else.
0: Uh, Cause you got to hold space for everybody else. So yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Huh. What is a, uh, how is movement affecting you now? How is it shifting and changing you now? And I mean, not just, you know, not just you as, 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 you know, Brian, but also you as the, the inner child. It's been
1: very expansive and in, in um and, and empowering because uh, I'd say in the past couple of years I really struggled with the idea of like how can I you know pursue the, the um, all the movements I want to pursue being like contemporary dance body weight strength training um inversions hand arm balancing asana I just thought you know I was like you're being irresponsible by wanting to pursue all these things. But I, but then I just decided and had faith. I was like, I don't exactly know how I'm going to, but I'm going to practice all of these things Mm -hmm. and I'm going to make it work. And as I started doing that, I, you know, lo and behold, and this happens, I think keeps happening. It's like, I I can do it. I just have to have that faith. So it's it's been really showing me that I'm capable of much more than I thought. And then, um, and now that's just been empowering my, my coach, my ability to coach as well. Cause I can see that for my clients and, and know that they can achieve, you know, a specified way of moving or training or, or exercising, if you will. So.
0: Yeah. That's so interesting. I would never, I, I, that, that doesn't even seem like a, like a, like like, I, I wouldn't even, I would ever question that. Like, I I could, I, if you were to tell me just to do yoga for the rest of my life, I'd be like, no, like, absolutely not. I have to dance. I, ha- <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, there's no way around it. Like, the way that when I dance, it's my expression of telling the people around me and even the people I don't know around me the way that I, you know, the way that I show love. And it's the way that I, I it's almost, it's not necessarily all for me. It's pretty much, you know, I'm like, I'm giving when I dance, you know? Totally. And, and, you know, like, when I rock climb, that's like, I mean, that's like for my inner child. Like, when I rock climb, there's no working out in rock climbing. You're just, fucking climbing shit and it's awesome you know (laughs) and then sometimes you fall and it's super scary and fun and then you just like go right back up and you're like so pumped up afterwards and then you know the asana for me is more like the grounding part and then you know I play around sometimes with, I don't know I just I I could never oh man to try to put it into one box and question it there's no way in hell I would I would go insane
1: yeah you say it so well man it's true and I think what we're speaking on here what we're touching on is that um you know today's paradigm or like look upon exercise and fitness can be very like isolated and specific, you know, our task orientated, but that mm-hmm. sense of play, that sense of like, I'm going to like dancing, you know, I'm going to go out there and just move my body. It's like you tap into like the, our primal knowledge and our, and it's so like emotionally, riveting and and, and enriching to to have various movement practices or various pursuits or to be like yeah I'm just gonna like I'm gonna play with this I'm gonna you know see what this is like and that's what the movement practice has been like for me and it's it's allowed me to enjoy the process so much more and it's allowed me to both like strive for excellence in in my in my movements but also be non-attached which I understood theoretically but now I feel like it's, it's in my body like I'm and man that's a such a beautiful feeling.
0: When you start to put a goal towards it, you know, and, and I, 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 there are a lot of like professionally trained people that that's a lot of it is goal oriented. I feel like it's almost like chasing the high, you know? And so, and then the high starts to come down and what do you do? You try to chase the high again. So you push, you push, you push, you push, you push, you push versus just mm-hmm. exploring, explore, you know, it's, uh, it's the sense of when you are a child, it's the sense of wonder and it's the sense of curiosity and it's the sense of awe and it's this, it's the sense of approaching it like brand new again and again and again. There's a sutra that I, it's so funny. I just read it last night um, from the Radiant Sutras, but it talks about, you know, it, it, it talks about it, it talks about wander to wander. It says wander to wander. I'm going to butcher this, but it says wander to wander. And then it talks about like dance until you drop. And then when you drop it, when you drop down, feel the energy swirling around you and, and you become this body of like excess, like what's innately what's in us, you know, exactly what you just said, that primal thing. But like the, the energy is there and it wants to do the thing. We just hold ourselves back from doing the thing.
1: Yeah. That's. Dude, that's totally right. And you're making, you're reminding me of something that Osho says in meditations about like, you move the body and you get it excited and then you sit in that. And then once the body's kind of been like satisfied in it's movements and, you know, creating the storm, it's like, it's like a storm, you know, like it's just the calmest afterwards. You yeah. you sit in all of that and you're just like, my goodness, like it allows you to be so much more grounded and, and, and feel every little bit of yourself. And there's like, I don't know exactly the word for it, but that maybe like the, the yoga high or whatever that people describe, yeah. you know, you just feel like you have done yourself an immense service. And, and that like, to me communicates, like when I move, I'm communicating to my emotional sense, to my spiritual sense. And I'm like opening you know, the doors and exploring the containers of, of that uh, through movement.
0: I have to, um, I have to tell you this, this, uh, uh it's not even like low key, but Full on, I totally, and maybe I'm projecting, but felt your joy. And it it actually, later on that day, I actually ended up doing the same thing, but... You posted the video when the Diplo Charlie, what's her name? Charlie XCX or whatever her name is. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, That song is like the, the Spice Girls remix or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> and you you did this video and you were dancing. And as I was watching this on Instagram, I immediately had this big shit eating grin on my face. And like, as you were moving, I started like getting excited in my body. And like, just, I was just like super, like I, I felt like I was dancing. Does that make sense? Like I was like, this is the shit mm-hmm. that I love to do and he's in it right now. So what did I do? I pulled up the song on Spotify after and just like played it in my room and did the same shit. I just like let go. Oh, so man. thank thank you for, uh, I you know, sometimes you don't really know what, what effect you have, right? You just kind of do it, but you totally inspired and sparked pure joy in my, in my, in my soul because of that.
1: Dude. And that, oh, that's amazing. It's such a, it's such a win. And that's uh, I think, yeah, that's another thing. Like for me, or for me now, you know, I could look at it like, did I do the the moves properly? Like, was it, did it sync with the music? But it's like, I tapped into that and let go and just moved in a way that felt enriching. And then, mm-hmm. and then from that, like, you know, that, that moved on to you, like that wave, that wave met you. And then, so that makes me think like, how, how can we define winning so that, it's not about, you know, like doing the handstand or doing the dance routine perfectly. It's about embodying an energetic sense throughout mm-hmm. your day and throughout your life, you know, because like you mentioned before, it's like you get the goal, but that's static. And when you get there, it's, you're just going to kind of, I, I think most people feel like, okay, I got here and like, what's the next thing. But if winning for you is like having, is tapping into flow or like finding grace in you, what you do or like providing value, it's like, that is infinite and that can be apply to all of the goals that you're achieving and, and, continue to want to achieve. So that's kind of how I see it. I'm like, oh, people are, you know, I got moved by my movements or like, uh, I just let completely go and people are like captivated by it. I'm like, sweet, that is, that is the win. Doesn't really matter about particularly what happened, if, if you know what I mean.
0: You've 100, you can feel that, you know, and, and you could, you could, you could see that in people. You could feel that in people. It's, it's, you know, it's a vibe. It's true. I mean, in case anyone listening to the show, like we forget, you guys are just vibrating. All of you, everyone has electricity going through their body. Adults yeah. can't adults can't comprehend this. So we have to make toys where we have to hold hands. And then there's the stick in the middle that lights up. It's just, you know, that's, that's how it works. And you know, when people say, I don't know if you know this Brian, but when, when people say like, Oh, I'm not feeling that person's vibe, right. Or I am feeling that person's vibe. It Mm -hmm. is literally the electrical pulse that goes through your heart that is filtered through your fat lipids and your fat lipids talk to another person's fat lipids and they can tell whether they vibe or not. This is true story. So literally like that connection, right? And you can, you can, you can feel that coming from another person, whether near or far or whatever it is, you know, and we, we can spiral into that, but Mm -hmm. you know, like you doing your thing for me, like I felt that and that made me feel something. And I'm sure I left, you know, my home that day and probably was like in a jazzed mood and, you know, probably had another effect on like two, three, four, ten. 10, you could have affected like a hundred million people that day. You didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> and that dude,
1: I love that you mentioned that. Cause it's like, it is a real thing. It's a way we're always communicating. And, um, I'm glad that, you know, with our the science that we have now and the tools that we're starting to be able to measure these things, it's shedding light on that for the people who need that information. But I think when you tap into it, you just know it, you know, it's real. Like I communicate with people and, you know, sharing myself in that way, like you've described, it's like, it's just like, we're always sharing that. And yeah, when you, when you believe that, when you start to bring that into your life, you, you can just like tap into other people's energy. And then for me, I can be like, okay, like, I'm, I'm vibing with this person, the energy's on. So like, let's invest time with each other. Let's, you know, let's help each other grow. And then if the vibe isn't there, it's like, I can still love that person for who they are, but I just know it's like, Hey, we're just not on the same frequency. And like, um, it's just, it offers more clarity, um, uh, upon like who, who your tribe is and who you need to, or feel like you should, um, invest yourself into. And that's, that's great. I think it makes life more, more swimmingly, more fruitful.
0: I agree, man. I totally, I mean, I, yeah, I, 100%. Yes. Yes. And more yes.
1: <laughs> all the yeses, man.
0: I feel like we seriously, man, we need to do a couple spinoff shows. Like we've, we've touched on so many things just really lightly. And I feel like me and you could just go in, like go all in. <laughs>
1: For sure, man. There's so many things. Like I'm, I'm kind of like a citizen scientist when it comes to nutrition. And I love to like, like I'm, pr- I, well, I, you may know or may not know, like I'm very into like, um, uh, animal source foods or like, yep, you know, like a carnivore yep. diet, but, yep. uh, my aim has been to be more inclusive about it. So that's something I'd love to speak on. Cause I think all of us, whether plant-based or vegetarian or carnivore or keto or, or whatever, our aim is health and, 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 and uh, thriving. And I think people forget that. So, I mean, that's a great subject. And there's so many things to talk about movement and relationships. Like I'm a, I'm a, an open relationships and polyamory and kind of have like almost a four person relationship going on right now, like two men, myself and, and two women. And there's just, I mean, there's so Many things and worlds we could dive into.
0: Yeah, same. I've got that relationship. It's me, myself, and I. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) And that,
1: that too, the relationship with ourself, man. Like that's been, you know, coming back to eating disorders. It's like it's like having a relationship with yourself. Having those times where it's like I'm gonna hang out with me and I'm gonna like enjoy me and like get to know like what is it that I need to feel loved and you know like what do I what is it that I need to feel enriched in life like. You know, sometimes we're just so focused on the external, like what we should do or what is going to make me into that best human. But it's like, man, like you got to you got to look inwards for for that kind of stuff. You got to really ask yourself and and uh, and believe it's not selfish. Because like when you are at your best, when you know yourself best, then you are you are giving the best to the world, and it's really actually more selfless. I think.
0: Yeah. It's inquiring, you know, mm-hmm. it's, and I always like to tell people like, you know, if we can inquire about the body first, you, did you start from the outside and you work your way in, you can inquire about the body first. And then maybe that gives you permission to go a little bit deeper. And then maybe that gives you permission to go a little bit deeper. And then that gives you permission to go a little bit deeper after that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the layers are so deep. And after, after you pull back one layer, there's always just more to be uncovered.
0: <laughs> the life of a seeker.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, man.
0: Brian, there's so much wisdom in today's show, man. Like I, I, I'm so stoked that I get to, to, to talk to you and, and, you know, big shout out to our our buddy Shelby for just saying great things about you. And, and I'm really, really, really pumped that we get to connect and we're definitely getting you back on the show. 100%, man, for sure.
1: Awesome, man. Yeah. Shelby's amazing. I appreciate the kind words he said to you and, and just thanks for, you know, your interest and letting me know like uh, authentically how I've affected you and making this connection. It's like, I live for this kind of stuff, man. I live for connecting with other humans and, and being able to share our journey. So the work you're doing is great. And thank you for the effort, presence, and time you're putting into this.
0: Absolutely. And I'll just, I'll say it again, you, you doing your thing brought, you gave me permission to do my thing. So keep, keep like, literally it, it, you doing your thing and, and seeing that I was like, oh yeah, okay, cool. I, I like to do that shit too. I should remind myself that.
1: <laughs> oh man, my hand is on my heart and I yeah. <laughs> kind of I like, thank you. Thank you. Like I feel that. And it's, yeah, it's like, I'm going to like, I'm going to go out today and just like send out these vibes, man. It's going to yeah. be beautiful.
0: <laughs> the last five minutes of the show, everybody is, no, Brian, you're the best. <laughs>
1: yeah. Coming back. We got to, you know, started, started from there. We got to come back to the same page. Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> the themes, the theme sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: themes. Oh, I love it, man. Damn. We got, on that note, we do have to meet sometime and hang out. Cause this like, if this is how we're in a conversation, damn, it's going to be explosive in person.
0: I'm in. Um, like, sign me up. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Until the next Yogi Misfit Sessions, this is Danny and Brian saying peace out. Peace.